Welcome back to another episode of the Rare Room Podcast. Man, new week, new content. Going Gucci, bro. If this is your first time listening, appreciate you for tuning in, man. I also appreciate the listeners who do listen week to week. Putting everybody on the like, shares, and subscribers. Appreciate y'all for listening to the content, man. Me and my boy Jahari, the producer for the podcast, we really, really enjoy y'all, man. Uh, this week on the podcast, bro, I got some new music, I got some upcoming music, and we're jumping into the conclusion of the No Limit docu-series on BET, man. So, shit, we're just gonna jump into it, man. Uh, first off, bro, I do wanna say congrats to Chica. Chica, we've talked about her on the podcast. She's a favorite, man. Dope music, dope content. Uh, she's from Montgomery, Alabama. She made the double XL freshman class list. Uh, congrats to her, man. All the work she put in. I've talked about her a lot on this podcast. So I'm glad she's getting all the love she deserved. Uh yeah, man. Other than that, like I've been this week has been weird for me, y'all. Like I've been Working out, doing doing all kind of stuff, bro. I've been very occupied this past like week and a half, two weeks, and I had to take a break from listening to like my I don't want to say norm music, but I had to take a break and switch up my playlist, man. I went back to like my my jazz, my big band, my alternative, my rock, uh, and I'm just here to get again to say to y'all. If y'all ever need to listen to a dope band, some good, dope music, quality music, y'all need to check out Snarky Puppy, man. I'm telling y'all, Snarky Puppy is going to set you right every single time. I don't care what kind of music you listen to, rap, rock, reggae, goddamn it, Snarky Puppy going to have you sitting right by the time you get done listening to them, man. That's just the kind of band they are, bro. All the music is in tune with whatever you like. It got a little bit of everything, bro. Uh, the musicality is great. And you can never go wrong with listening to the family dinner sets they got going on, bro. Like, the family dinner sets are beautiful, amazing, complex. They probably got some of, the vo- some of your favorite vocalists on there already. Some vocalists you've already heard about that you know are great, uh, like La La Hathaway. That's one of my favorite vocalists of all time, for real. I just love her. But, man, yeah, been listening to some Snarky Puppy, bro. Always dope to switch it up from time to time. Appreciate them for putting out their music. Uh, but as far as rapping hip-hop, bro, this week it's been Gucci. Uh, a couple weeks ago, well, I want to say about a week ago, man, my boy Wiz Khalifa, bro, he dropped a song called Smokescreen, and he did a video to it, too, bro. The video dope, you know, uh, he got his son in the video, Ryan in the 6 man, real laid-back, cruising vibes, uh, some real West Coast shit. And uh, I'm here to be, I'm happy because this sounds like some real... Oh, Wiz. Like, the more stuff Wiz is putting out these days, it's getting back to the old Wiz sound. And I'm all for it because that's the Wiz I've been missing. And not to say that I'm not, I'm not 
a big I'm not a fan of Wiz Khalifa, you know, now some of the recent stuff he put out. It's just that I like the old Wiz more, bro. Like you never gonna beat the old Wiz. All it's classic, man. Uh the content he talking about, the way he talked about it, the way he was living, the stuff he did, all of his music tied in with his day to days on uh YouTube, man. It was just a whole little package deal back in the day, bro. And, you know, it was some real stoner music. And he getting back to that. He is getting back to that. And this song, Smoke Screen. It definitely shows that, man. Uh, I'm glad to see it. Y'all check that out. I found it on uh, Twitter first, but it's on YouTube. So, peep that. And, bro, I, uh, I want to say this week didn't been like a nostalgia week. Like, it's really been nostalgic, man. Uh, my partner, Jahari, he sent me a text message. And he was like, hey, bro. You need to check this dude out. I was like, well, bet. I'm going to do that. So, man, when I went to go work out, I put this dude on. Halfway through my workout, bro, I'm seeing him jogging. I get to the half mile mark. And, like, I started walking. I was like, man, this nigga fire. This dude's name is Ben Bill. And dude ain't even been rapping that long. I think he had something come out in 2016. Well, he been rapping since 2016, but he ain't been, like, serious serious with it and all his music is dope bro uh from what i gather he he was heavily influenced by mac miller which you can definitely hear in his music bro it's it's tit for tat like same kind of vibe that's why i say it's nostalgic dog like i felt like i was listening to like a mac adjacent a mac miller adjacent and it, it was crazy that's why I had dove into it. I started listening to uh, his. I only listened to one full album by this dude, and I'm a fan. Um, he's. I'm listening to him now. He in the lineup, bruh. He good. I fuck with him. That album is called Talk. Uh, shit, Birdland. Yeah, and that's the one he released this year. So man, he made a believer out of me, bruh. You definitely hear the Mac Miller coming through his music. Real chill stuff. Like, I got done with my workout, listening to that album, got in the car, and played that whole again. That just goes to say how much I liked it. So, I'm going to listen to some more of his music. I'm going to dive into the other albums later on whenever I get a chance. And we're going to go from there, bro. But right now, bro, got me convinced. Jahari, you know what you was doing when you put me on this dude, bro. You knew that nigga was fire. Uh... <laughs> And coming off of that, bro, piggybacking off of that, like I said, he was off of Mac, bro. He was influenced by Mac. And after that, Mac Miller, bro, they put, they put out a deluxe edition of Kids this week, you know, uh, for the ninth anniversary of Kids. And I don't know. I'm on the fence about deluxe edition CDs for real, for real. Like, truth be told, you can just release the damn the, the singles. Especially if it's only like two or three songs. Just drop the singles. But they dropped the deluxe. And it was two extra songs. And I was reading about it at first. Because I knew they were dropping the deluxe. But from what I was reading. They were like. Yeah it's just going to be some uh two songs from previous mixtapes. And at that point I was like. What's the point? Like nigga what's the point of releasing this? 
Like, what's the point of calling this a deluxe? Like, y'all are really trying to milk this this man name right now. Uh, but it was two new songs. Uh, good songs. Uh, shit. Uh, bro, one was called Back in the Day. And the other one was called A. A-Y-Y-E-E. -E. And Back in the Day is probably my favorite one that got on there. Uh, they definitely fit the, the sound of kids, I guess. Uh, but the content is more good AM-ish, I want to say. It's more good AM-ish or Mac Miller High Life. Uh, you know, when he got on up in his career, like way up in his career. Because it's just the content, you know, he talking about, you know, he made it. Blah, 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 blah. But kids, it was strictly about, hey, I like this music. I'm having fun. You know the old Mac. Cheesy Mac. Easy Mac with the cheesy raps. Y'all know what I'm talking about, bro. Kids. Classic album. Everybody love it. Uh, those two songs, definitely dope. Like I said, Deluxe Edition. It's out. Uh, and, like, some artists that I listen to heavy are actually releasing albums today and i'm not gonna speak big on them this week i'm not gonna give a rundown of the albums or anything like that this week because it dropped today and truth be told i ain't actually listened to them yet so we we're gonna be probably listening to them at the same time but uh dave east man you know he released that album last year uh it was a dope album great storytelling album uh he is releasing another album karma three uh friday all these albums getting released friday i can't wait to hear them shout out to Dave east man ain't no telling who he gonna collab with because i just been seeing him all over the place man talking to Nas, jay-z uh i saw him in a in a photo with dmx so i'm chilling with cole ain't no telling who gonna be on this album dog but if if not, I mean, it's Dave East. Like, the dude got bars. The dude got quality content. And he is a great storyteller. So, that album is going to be dope. Uh, Boldy James, who is now a member of Griselda. I'm going to hold my tongue about Every time I say something about Griselda, I'm telling y'all I want to take off and just start talking about them. Because these boys finna do, do the damn thing in the next couple months, bro. But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to just shout out my man, Bodie James. Shout out to him. Uh, him and Jay Versace, they also dropping an uh, album, the Versace tape. Shout out to them. Brazil, the sound going to be going strong. Bodie James, he had dropped that, uh, that uh, uh, I think it was an EP. Well, not, yeah, it was an EP. I think they classified it as an EP earlier this year. So now he's officially with Griselda. So I'm interested to see what this introductory piece going to sound like because he been talking about it, tweeting about it. Instagram, everything about this album, bro, and it's it's gonna be out. It's out, so we gonna see what that's about. And that man, Dolph, Dolph, gonna be dropping Rich Slave. It's out. Check it out. Uh, see, Dolph, bro, I'm on the fence about Dolph. Well, I ain't on the fence. I'm definitely about to listen to this nigga album, but uh. I don't agree with the whole rappers retiring, bro. Like, you say you're going to retire. Like, nigga, you're not retiring. Just take a break. We know you're taking a break, bro. Just take the break. 
Like, don't say you retiring. He said he was retiring to spend more time with his family, which, you know, ain't no problem with that. But, nigga, you didn't retire, bro. You took a break. So, but anyway, he took a break and he came back out of retirement. Uh, So, hopefully, we'll get that 2016-2017 rap vibe back, that trap vibe. And I'm looking forward to it, bro, personally, because... You know, this whole pandemic going on, bro. Like, I did say that I ain't want, I ain't, I don't want no club, club shit. Because, I mean, I can't go to the club. But Dolph give you some real, like, man, you can play Dolph anytime, bro. When you riding, cookouts, nigga, in the room, chilling. You just feel like you want to post something up, roll something up. You know, it's Dolph. It's Dolph, bro. Um. But for real, when Dolph dropped that, all 3D people, bro, everybody who dropping these albums, like it's just giving me like a throwback vibe to the to the good vibes that I really fuck with. And all we need right now, bro, is for Nudie and 21 to drop a project. And I'll be satisfied for a while, man. Cause truth be told, I don't I didn't gave up on hoping for a Kendrick, that Kendrick album and that J. Cole album, whenever it dropped. That's when it dropped. Whenever I find out about it, okay, cool. But I'm not finna be sitting here anticipating these niggas' album, and you know we not gonna get it right then. But uh, yeah, bro, definitely thinking we finna see a change in some of these uh older rappers that's coming back, and they finna you know jump back on the throne, bro. Uh, Dolph, Nudie, Twenty One. Everybody, y'all just need to come back and do the damn thing, bro, because I'm waiting on it. This is the change up that I've been needed. All right, man, y'all already know we've been talking about this No Limit Chronicles docu-series, man. Uh, it finally concluded this past Wednesday, uh, the part five, uh, man, the conclusion, bro, it just summed up everything, dog. Like, you know, last week they left off talking about how, you know, Master P was smelling himself and all that, you know, he was feeling himself a little bit too hard and he was up top, but on the series finale, bro, like they straight up jumped into it and they were like, Hey, man, that nigga Master P started fading, bro. <laughs> and immediately, I just started laughing. I was like, well, damn, BET. But, uh, like, the whole everything ain't start to crumble, man, but you just saw the downfall from the way they put it, bro. Like, uh, all of his artists just, just started getting in trouble, bro. Like, trouble started finding them, dog. Cain and Abel, they got, uh, Put up on cocaine charges. That's all. Two artists gone. Matt got convicted for a murder shooting that he didn't do to this day, bro. They say he ain't do it. Even the witnesses, bro. That whole situation got him bammed up. So that's another artist gone. Later on, man, C Murder got caught up. And like, it, it was wild, bro. It, it was crazy. And the way they was talking about some of these things, bro, like, you saw the decline in No Limit, like this giant, this this music giant that it was and like kind of still is at this point. Uh, 
all they all they going through, bro. Master P trying to keep them out the headlines, and he's still like not going strong. Well, going strong for real. He was still going strong, continuing to do what he do because that's when Romeo started blowing up, man. Master P's son. Uh, he started taking over the kids circuit, bro. Uh, eleven year old out selling Michael Jackson when he came out, dog. Y'all got to think about that. Like number one on the chart, his first album was hard. The second album going in, uh, but at at, at the same time, bro, like the these other artists getting in trouble under no under no limit, like couldn't be ignored. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole C murder situation. Master P number one priority was always to keep niggas out the streets. Because they focused on something different. They focused on money and whatnot now. Like, they focused on the business aspect. So, keep your business out the streets. But, C-Murder and Mystical, bro, they was just in the streets like that, my nigga. Like, C-Murder caught his attempted murder charge, bro, uh, on some bum hug. Because he was in the club with the niggas when old buddy got shot. So, and they said that that nigga shot him, bro. And I was like, man, this is wild, dog. But all the witnesses, they even say he ain't do it. They say he ain't have a gun. And he got a life sentence off of that, dog. And, bro, like his background, man, they always said that C-Murder had one foot in the music industry and one foot in the streets. And he was just in the streets too hard, bro. He felt like he was going to leave... Uh, he was going to be fake if he left his, you know, street life behind. And let me explain this nigga, bro. C. Murder had a mansion in the country club, but he was more proud of his apartment that he didn't tricked out in the projects. Walking through the projects like ain't nothing going, like nothing wrong, which is cool, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but I mean, like, you got to move a little bit different, bro. You got to move smarter when you out here, like, getting it, actually. You know what I'm saying? And then, on top of that, bro, Mystical, Mystical, he was the same way, but his problem was he liked to party too much, and Master P always said about that. I said that a couple weeks ago, man. Uh, Mystical ended up getting caught on a sexual battery charge, bro, and that was on some bum. And then, Soldier Slim died, bro. They said that Soldier Slim got gunned down in front of his mama house. So all these no limit and former no limit artists, bro, just getting gunned down, pinned down. It's looking bad because at the time, Mystical and Soldier Slim, bro, they weren't even uh, they weren't even a part of no limit no more. They were on a different limit. But you know, when people hear about them two, they immediately think no limit. So I mean, I get what I get what they were talking about, and they were family, bro. So you know, anytime something happened to them, they feel it. Like the whole no limit family, they feel it, bro. Um, but at the end of the day, bro, around the time Lil Romeo had popped up on the scene, they weren't even no, no limit no more, man. They hadn't switched up. They had switched up record labels. They went to Universal and started, uh, started the new No Limit, which is still going on today. Like that is the No, that's No Limits record label. The new No Limit, my nigga. Uh, and all this stuff that was going on, bro, niggas being in the streets, the downfall, the media, everything. Master P handled it like a genius, bro. He just took it as a lesson and started changing his way of thinking, bro. He took everything as a lesson. 
He continued to keep his company out the streets. That was his main priority from the jump anyway, but this man was more focused on this shit, bro. He kept going strong with Romeo, got the 504 boys back together, man. Romeo, this nigga was holding no limit down, you know I mean? Top of the charts. Nigga had the number one show on Nickelodeon. Uh, psh, little kids going crazy over him, bro. And that was pretty much like the last hype scene of No Limit. Like, they they, they just slowly phased out, bro, after like 2004. Like, they really, it was the craziest fade out ever, dog. Now they just silently there. Like, they, they never left, but they are like silently there, bro. And, like, you fast forward to 2018, bro. Master P, at this point, he learned all the lessons he learned. He's no longer focused on, you know, music that heavy, heavy. Uh, he become an activist, bro, especially after the Alton Sterling shooting, man. Uh, he realized that that could have been him because Master P used to sell CDs out the back of his trunk. Same thing Alton Sterling was doing, you know what I'm saying? And so Master P took that up on him, and he was like, that could have been him. It wouldn't have been no Master P. It wouldn't have been no No Limit. You know what I'm saying? So people were rallying, man. At the same time that was going on, see Murder went on a hunger strike. So people were rallying and uh, rallying and having protests for him too. Man, they wouldn't even get that man see Murder another trial to prove that he was innocent on that bullshit charge, bro. Even after the witness straight up said that, yeah, he didn't do it. So... At all this going on under No Limit, and Master P worried, worried about making money, keeping everything afloat, keeping everything Gucci, trying to save the image, and he did. Like, he really did, bro. Like, truth be told, they just ended up being one of those groups who fizzled out because, shit, everybody went to jail, straight up. Like, ain't no sugarcoat about it, bro. Everybody went to jail. Like, they, they went to jail or they got shot. Straight up. And, but, Master P, he became an activist, though. Uh, learned from all the mistakes, everything he learned. Uh, dude became a damn real estate mogul after Hurricane Katrina. Uh, he got together and actually gave back to his community, which he had been doing throughout the duration of No Limit, man, since the beginning. Always been giving back, but bro rebuilt his neighborhood, man, his projects. He rebuilt that whole community. Uh, so shout out to him. He he. They said like, when you go down there, bro, compared to what happened during Hurricane Katrina, you can't even tell that's the same area no more, man. That's how much work he put in to try to give the people a place to come back to because shit. A lot, man, when you see the footage from Hurricane Katrina, a lot of people don't remember, but, like, it was nothing, man. People ain't have nothing to go back to. But Master P just one of those people who always gave back, bro, feeding the homeless, giving to those in need, making sure he did his part. Uh, uh, he started being a mentor to the youth, still a mentor to the youth. Y'all be seeing, man, y'all see, y'all see Master P, bro. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. He always preaching to the kids, bro. Giving them the keys to success. Which he should. Because he it's free game, bro. It's free game. So, shout out to him. Uh, a black a black activist businessman who has done it. 
giving us the keys to success, bro. It can't get no better than that for free ninety nine. Um, he's just telling everybody how to uh how to be better and not make the mistakes that he did, bro. Uh, yeah, and straight up, the last thing that he said, man, is that. Now that No Limit is where it is now, he done passed the torch. He His main objective that he said was to make a business, make the money, branch out, do what you do, create generational wealth. And that's what he did, man, because he done passed the torch to Romeo, man. He passed the torch to him uh, all in the films. As far as films and music go, bro, that is all... Uh, all Romeo, a hundred percent. Uh, he's still getting insight from Master P because I mean, you know, he the one that built it, bro. Like Master P really finna be laid up like a done daughter, nigga. Like the Godfather out this hole because he for real is the Black Bill Gates out this hole. This man was a mogul, rich, had the keys to the game, gave out free game. Created generational wealth for his kids, still creating his own brand, bro. Like y'all see him, businessman. This bruh's everywhere. Uh, rap snacks from everything in your kitchen, products, shoes. Still got the clothes. Uh, kind of sort of music, reaping benefits off of all that. No limits. Technically, still putting out music. Uh. What I found out was Fat Trail, who y'all probably don't listen to Fat Trail. Y'all y'all probably heard of Fat Trail in like 2015, and y'all ain't seen that nigga no more. I fuck with Fat Trail. Fat Trail is actually signing the No Limit, the new No Limit records. Uh, so I found that out, bro. But shouts out to Master P, the legend. He created something that changed the game, bro. From movies to record labels to different kind of music to products to wealth to giving back to the community. Master P did it right, man. Salute to him giving young black men a role model, bro. Showing them that they can do it. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to another week of the Rare Room Podcast. You guys are much appreciated. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at AppleJacks94 with two Ks and my producer Jahari at Joroy Harris. That's at J-O-R-O-I Harris on Twitter as well. And if you haven't already, follow the official IG of the podcast at underscore the Rare Room Podcast and the official Facebook page as well. Enjoy your week and continue to be safe. Wishing y'all peace and positivity. I'm out.